Hello and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week, I'm sharing a report from my first trip to the Disneyland Resort, so let's dive in. back home now from a rather long trip out west and I'm compiling the couple of trip reports I did from my stay in Anaheim at the Disneyland Resort. So just a little backstory. I had never been to any of the Disney parks in California before. Disneyland Resort is located in Anaheim, California. That's about 30 minutes from Los Angeles International Airport and that is where we flew into. Um, Disneyland consists of the original Disneyland Park that Walt Disney himself opened in 1955. Then there's a second park called Disney California Adventure. And then there's a shopping and dining district called Downtown Disney. Now we visited Downtown Disney, Disney California Adventure Park, but did not go to the original Disneyland Park. I want a whole separate trip to navigate and experience Disneyland. We only had one day to go to a theme park and I knew I would be rushed there, but I felt like I could experience a lot of what California Adventure Park had to offer and a friend who joined us hadn't been there before. So we opted for that, but I definitely plan to make a return trip of several days to spend at Disneyland. So in these trip reports, you'll hear some of my tips for saving money on this trip to California. And I also share my general impressions of the park as a Disney World regular. And I had a wonderful time, though it is a very different kind of experience going to Disneyland Resort than it is to going to Walt Disney World. With no further ado, here are the reports from the trip. Hey everyone, it is Thursday and the first day of my Anaheim trip. My daughter and I flew from Raleigh-Durham to Los Angeles today on Delta. It was a non-stop flight. It was amazing. I still can't believe you can get across the country in five hours. It's great. So I used points to book that flight that I had earned from a sign-up bonus on a Delta American Express credit card. And it was over a year ago that I earned that bonus. The points were just sitting there until I needed them. And so they came in handy for that flight. So um, I decided to take an Uber from the airport to the Anaheim area i looked into the disneyland resort express which is a like a charter bus service that you can buy tickets for that goes from lax to anaheim sadly no magical express here (laughs) in disneyland one of many many things that's different between disneyland and disney world so it was going to be about 30 or 35 dollars to buy tickets for the disneyland resort express but when i looked into the timing of it 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 doesn't come very frequently to the airport about once an hour and then it makes several stops at different terminals at the airport before driving then to anaheim and making many stops at resorts in the anaheim area so it was going to take somewhere between two and three hours for us to get to our hotel here and i was like i'm gonna look into the uber so i did and it was um between 45 and 50 dollars to take the uber so we did that i mean i would gladly spend an extra 10 or 15 dollars to have hours of my vacation back so i i recommend that um if you can 
if you have that option. So we are staying close to Disneyland. I decided to get a hotel that was within walking distance to the park. And I'm going to tell you more about that on the last night here. Um, and we walked over to downtown Disney and also saw the entrances to both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure today. So Anaheim was actually nicer than I thought. I mean, I know it's very, very developed, but they have done a nice job of planting lots of trees and making it really a lovely place to walk to the park, at least coming from where we were coming from. And um, it's just crazy how you can walk from your hotel to both theme parks which is impossible practically at Walt Disney World so when you walk up to it's kind of a plaza area and Disneyland Park is on your right and Disney California Adventure Park is on your left you could just walk across the way to Park Hop and then Downtown Disney also um, is right there so it's very compact and very different than Walt Disney World so we walked through Downtown Disney and it does remind me of Disney Springs which was formerly Downtown Disney at Walt Disney World it's much smaller um, and then we did see two of the three Disney owned hotels here so um, the Grand California is a Disney Vacation Club property. I believe they also have regular rooms that you can buy. It's very, very expensive, a gorgeous hotel. I took many pictures of it. It's a, a beautiful place. Um, so we walked through that. And then at the end of Downtown Disney is the Disneyland Hotel. And that is the home to the original Trader Sam's Grog Grotto, which is like a tiki bar with... Um, all kinds of memorabilia on the walls and it's got a great vibe so we checked it out i did not get a drink because my daughter was scared <laughs> like the shrunken heads all over the place which i get you know i don't blame her and um we walked around the grounds of disneyland resort and so while we were there we had a mini mouse sighting she was just standing outside of one of the restaurants there which is goofy's kitchen i think i may have that name wrong but she was just standing there taking pictures with people and dressed in kind of a chef's outfit so i put that picture on instagram and some other from the from the day uh, and that was such a treat because we didn't expect to see characters for sure and then we walked around the grounds. I took some pictures of the pools. We went into the lobby to use the restroom before we walked back and Goofy was there. So we met Goofy and then Chip and Dale showed up and they're just walking around in the lobby. So again, that would never happen at Walt Disney World ever where there's just characters walking around in the hotel unannounced and no one was really paying them much mind. People came up and took pictures with them like we did, but there was no like lines forming and like guards there. <laughs> it was very casual and very fun. So it was a big treat for us. So we did eat at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen Express, which someone did recommend to me, I think in the Facebook group to try out. And we had beignets, I had their gumbo, we had some fruits, I think, and um, the gumbo was really good. The beignets were great, actually. They were better than uh, any that I've had outside of New Orleans, so that was a treat. And then we're pretty exhausted because, you know, we're on East Coast time, and um, <laughs> towards the afternoon, I was like, okay, I'm ready. So we just walked back and swam at the hotel and are gearing up for tomorrow. My friend is driving over from Vegas right now, and she is going to go to California Adventure Park with us tomorrow. So that park opens at 8 a.m., as does Disneyland, and that is a common opening time here, so that's pretty different from Disney World, which kind of the standard opening time is 9. And they do a version of Extra Magic Hours, but it is, I'm going to 
give you the details later because I cannot keep them straight right now. Um, but we are not eligible for that because we are not staying at a Disney-owned hotel and we do not get a three-day and up ticket. We just have a one-day ticket to go check out California Adventure tomorrow. So I did hear that they let people in to the entrance uh, half an hour early and then people can gather and mill around the um, Buena Vista Street, I think it's called. See, I, I could be getting all of these names wrong and Disney Disneyland people are probably like, what is she talking about? But I am a Disney World person. I am a newbie here. I'm trying to learn my way around. So forgive me if I mess up all the names. But they do let, let, let you in a little early and you can mill about and go to shops and get breakfast. So we're going to try to get over there at least by 730 in the morning and um, we'll see how it goes. So I will come back with another trip report tomorrow night all about California Adventure Park. And I'm back with day two of my California trip report. So today we spent over 12 hours at Disney California Adventure Park. And this, I'm recording this a few days later because honestly, it took me that long to recover and kind of gather my thoughts. And we've been traveling a bit since then. So my overall feelings about California Adventure Park is that it is wonderful. I loved the time there. Comparing it to Walt Disney World, the park is first of all so much smaller than any of the theme parks at Walt Disney World. And that makes it easier to do a lot in a day because there is not as much walking. Now I say that, but we did put nine miles in <laughs> in one day there. Um, that did involve walking to and from the park from our hotel. So we stayed at Hotel Indigo, which was on Catella Avenue, and it was less than a mile walk from the hotel to the front entrance to both California Adventure Park and Disneyland. I loved the hotel. I thought the location was excellent, that we had a family studio suite, or was two queen beds in the room and then a couch. Um, they had a little pool and a hot tub, and I mean, everything was positive. A big plus about this hotel was that there was free parking and you could have one vehicle per room with free parking there. And that is hard to come by in the Disneyland Resort area. Also that it was walkable to the park. If it was much farther away, I would have said not, it would not be walkable. It was kind of on the edge of where I'd feel comfortable walking just because of how much walking you're gonna do in the park for the day as well. But um, it being a little less than a mile, I felt totally fine walking. So I am gonna put pictures of the resort up in either a blog post or in the Budget Mouse private Facebook group. So you can check it out if you're looking for a place to stay in the area. A plus to it was that it can be booked with IHG reward points. That is Intercontinental Hotel Group. That is the same group that has Holiday Inn and Intercontinental Hotels. So I do, I did not book it with points. I actually, booked it a kind of wacky way. I took part in a promotion from Iberia Airlines this summer where um, I accumulated a bunch of Iberia points basically and used them for that hotel. So I ended up only paid about $115 a night to stay there and that's probably about half of what you'd normally pay to stay there and that was just a one-time promotion. But in the future, IHG does have a co-branded credit card with Chase that I have and I keep, I've had for many years. I keep it in my wallet because you do get a free night um, every year. You pay a $49 annual fee, but you get a free night every year at, um, it's category one through, I don't know, five now. Um, 
And it sometimes comes with a big, big bonus. I can't remember if it's 100,000 points right now, but it's a healthy bonus. So if you're looking to go to Disneyland and you're willing to open a credit card for a sign-on bonus that, you know, I recommend the card to keep forever because of the great annual bonus that you get, Um, it's a great credit card. You could definitely get two or three nights free at that hotel with that sign-on bonus. I'm going to look up before I do the blog post, look up how many points per night that Hotel Indigo usually is before I report on that, but it was a great option. I highly recommend it as a place to stay. Sorry, I got a little sidetracked. So back to California Adventure Park. Both DCA and Disneyland regularly open at 8 a.m. And that is different than Walt Disney World, which kind of the standard opening time there is 9. So the day that we went, it did open at 8. And we aimed to get there at 7.30. I had read that they let people into the park starting at 7.30. And you have access to the Buena Vista Street area which has shopping and coffee so it's similar to the opening procedure at magic kingdom at magic kingdom though it's an hour in advance of the official park opening time they will let you into main street usa so we did get there about 7 30 going in was really easy there were no lines at either the bag check or the ticket gate we kind of walked right in so i want to tell you a few things that were just my impressions about what's different about going to Disneyland versus Walt Disney World in case you're contemplating a trip there. So one was how I purchased the park tickets. I did buy them on Disneyland.com's website. I bought them like three days in advance. Now that's crazy. This is the big difference between Walt Disney World and Disneyland is that the advanced planning that's required for a Walt Disney World trip is not required for a Disneyland trip. That makes it a much more spontaneous experience. That is the big plus of Disneyland for me is that I did virtually no advanced planning besides booking our hotel room. That was it. <laughs> so that's kind of amazing when you think about all the planning that goes into a Walt Disney World trip before you go from booking dining and fast passes and hotels and tickets way in advance. So I bought the tickets a few days in advance on the Disneyland site. I used discounted Disney gift cards to buy it, thereby saving about 10%. Um, I posted on Instagram. Uh, my handles the budget mouse about how I got discount Disney gift cards at Sam's Club in advance of this trip and saved 10% on those so you'll have to go to my Instagram page and there's a picture of Disney gift cards and it explains the process for doing that um, so one day tickets were $227 for my daughter and I which is about the same as what you'll pay for kind of an average one park day at Magic Kingdom or the other parks in Disney World. So the price, there's not really a price difference, I would say. And I did get the tickets delivered to like via email. Well, what was cool is that the ticket showed up immediately in the Disneyland app. So Disneyland has its own app. It's very similar to the Walt Disney World app. It looks the same. If you're familiar with how it works, then it will be very easy to use. And my friend Leanna, who went with us, she has no familiarity with the Disney World app and she found the Disneyland app very easy to use as well. So I did buy the tickets online with my Disney account and they automatically showed up in the app and there was a barcode that they scanned when we entered the park and that was how we got in. So there was paperless tickets, which was really nice. 
So I want to talk FastPass because it's a very different system. Um, if you used FastPass back in the day at Walt Disney World when there were paper tickets, it is most similar to that system. You can still use paper FastPass tickets at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park, or, so let me explain how that works really quick. So a fat, paper fast passes go like this you go to the attraction you want to ride you put your park ticket into a machine and it gives you a your ticket back and a paper fast pass that shows you your return time to ride the attraction it, it with little weight so you can still do that but the other option at disneyland and dca is something called max pass and you, you do pay for that service. It's $10 per person per day that you want to use it. But you can use it some days and not others. And so we're only there for one day. So I opted to buy it. So, you know, for the three of us, it was $30, but this is what you get. You're able to make all of your fast passes from your phone in the Disneyland app. And you also get access to the photo pass pictures that you had from that day. So I, was a big fan of Max Pass. I read really differing opinions about it before I went. Some people say it's a big waste, you don't need it. Other people were, you know, advocates for it. For us just being there one day, I, it was a lifesaver. So it allowed us as soon as we got into the park at 7:30, I was able to pull up Fast Passes on my phone and reserve them right away. So we planned on going to Soren, ride Soren first, and so I got a Fast Pass for Radiator Springs Racers, which is the kind of headliner there at DCA along with the Guardian of the Galaxy um it's the former Tower of Terror that they've redone as Guardian of the Galaxy. MaxPass basically saved us a ton of walking. We would have done way more walking and ridden fewer attractions had we not gotten the MaxPass. And so for $30, when you're already paying hundreds of dollars for your park ticket, it was well worth it. So once you check in for an attraction, you can pull up another FastPass on your phone. So I was able to have constant FastPasses for us all day long and it was wonderful. It was kind of magic to my friend who's never dealt with the fast passes before. And she's just like, what? We just have these rides, we can just go? I was like, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> and she saw everyone else waiting in the hour long, you know, waits. And we were just walking onto attraction after attraction. So big fan of MaxPass. So some highlights from DCA. I mean, the big highlight was Cars Land. And that was one of the main reasons that I went was to experience Cars Land. And it was everything I thought it would be. It was great. So the detail in Cars Land is the most of any Disneyland I have ever seen. And on top of that, it was decorated for Halloween. And the Halloween decorations were incredible. I mean, it wasn't just like a pumpkin here or there. It was a full on overlay of Cars Land for Halloween. Every detail was, you know, added for Halloween. So we were really impressed with the decorations actually around the whole park, but they were the, the most decorations were in Cars Land. So there's three um, attractions in Cars Land. And we only were able to do two of them because of basically poor planning on my part. I wasn't, I didn't know how quickly the lines would build for the two smaller attractions in Cars Land. So, I mean, if I went again, 
I would definitely make a plan to do everything in Cars Land within the first hour of being there because after that, the, the lines got long and pretty much stayed long all day. I mean, there were times when they were around 20 minutes, but to me, that's long. So, <laughs> But if you want to ride with minimal weight, I'd say do everything in Cars Land in the first hour and grab fast passes for attractions uh, in other places in the park later in the day. But Radiator Springs Racers is the headliner there, and it is a fantastic ride. It's everything that makes Disney attractions amazing. There is a series of an, like a dark ride part where you're inside, which I didn't know there would be that. And then there's an outside part that is similar to test track in kind of the ride vehicle, similar to test track. But um, it the theming of the attraction, the story, everything is great. So it did not disappoint. It was awesome. The food in Cars Land was also excellent. We had breakfast at Flo's V8 Cafe, and I had heard that the brioche French toast with the salted caramel sauce was not to be missed, so we had that. It was good. I liked it a lot, but we also had a, what was it? Hold on. Oh, it was a chicken tamale breakfast. It was outrageously good. It had like a green salsa and eggs and the tamale. It was one of the brex best breakfast items I have ever had at a Disney park. So highly recommended. I wanted to come back later in the day and either eat at um, Flo's again for lunch or dinner or go to the Cozy Cone to get the famous bread cone filled with chili or macaroni and cheese. You heard that right bread with macaroni and cheese inside but um the lines were so long and we happened to be in other parts of the park when we were hungry so I didn't make it back but that is for the next trip to try more food in Cars Land because everything seemed really good basically the food in Cars I mean in DCA was everywhere like you could not take three steps without somewhere to buy food it was much more concentrated compared to Walt Disney World <laughs> I guess it's just a smaller place and but it seems like food was a big feature of DCA I don't know if that's the same in Disneyland but I was like wow like there's a cart here and quick service there and all these restaurants um, it was something that I didn't expect so you won't go hungry at DCA. So something else I ate that I was told I had to eat while in Disneyland was a famous corn dog. So we went to the corn dog castle, which is in, um, I think it's called Paradise Gardens area of DCA. And I had a famous Disneyland corn dog. It was excellent. I haven't had a corn dog in like 20 years. I was like, what is this going to be like? <laughs> it was really good. Um, they sell them there. Generally, they come with like chips and apples, but you can usually get things at Disney a la carte just by asking even if they don't show it on the menu so I just kind of wanted the corn dog so I was like can I just get the corn dog I didn't know if it would work the same as it did at Disney World but it did so I paid about seven dollars for my corn dog which I said to my friend only at Disney World are you like wow this is a bargain seven dollars for a corn dog it's like Disney messes with your it warps your sense of price so much so but it was delicious and worth the seven dollars my daughter and I even shared it because it was so big of course so I don't want to go into like every attraction that we rode but I do want to share two other highlights and that is the Incredicoaster is um it used to be called something else but it's uh, been around for a while but it's in the pixar pier area and um i didn't know what to expect from it it is a huge coaster it kind of dominates the landscape in pixar pier it was the best roller coaster i think i've ever been on it was so much fun it, it's better than any 
roller coaster in Disney World. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> it, the theming, the story, the ride itself, everything was amazing. So do not miss the Incredicoaster. They do have a single rider line as well, and we did use that and uh, use the Fast Pass for something else. And um, we waited 10 minutes, I think, in the single rider line, but not to be missed. The Incredicoaster is, is amazing. The other thing that we really loved was a kid's area in the Redwood, I can't remember the name of the land, but it's, I think, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. And it's kind of like a, a ropes course of somewhat um, for kids, but we spent a solid hour, probably an hour and a half there, and letting my daughter play and run. And there's nothing really like it at Walt Disney World. And she absolutely loved it. And we loved hanging out and relaxing for a while. There's lots of shade. It was a lot cooler than other parts of the park. And they had like a tire kind of zip line, tire swing zip line thing that she adored. It was just overall really done well and um, a nice addition to the park. So a few more thoughts about DCA. <clears throat> we were there on a Friday and at about six o'clock at night, the attendance of the park quadrupled. It went from being not that crowded, moderately crowded, we felt, to being jam-packed. Like, in the course of 30 minutes, it's like it exploded. So, I think the reason for that is that it's a, a big attraction for locals, and it was a Friday night, and it was during Halloween, and so many people were there in costume, and the park beca became so crowded that it was hard to move. Um, and so we did not stay as long as we wanted to. Um, we did wait for it to get totally dark and we could see Pixar Pier at night. I did put some video and pictures of Pixar Pier at night up on my Instagram page and on the Facebook group um, because it's amazing. It's so beautiful at night. Uh, but the crowds, we did not, we were not prepared for how crowded it would get. I think it had something to do with there being the Halloween party at Disneyland, which is a hard ticketed event like it is at Magic Kingdom, and it, it added to the crowd level at DCA. So um, be prepared for that. I would say any weekend night at California Adventure Park is going to be slam packed. So we kind of wish we had done more earlier in the day. We planned to do a few attractions at night and it was impossible. I mean, the, the lines for everything were 30 minutes plus, even the rides that were five minutes long wait all day long were 30 minutes after that point. So do everything you want earlier in the day, I would say there, but stick around to see the everything lit up at night. Cars Land at Night was also amazing. And I put video of that up on both of my social accounts as well. It was excellent. Just be ready for the crowds. The nighttime attraction there is World of Color is the show and it is down for refurbishment right now. We actually saw them working on the system that delivers the show in the middle of that um, lake there. And uh, they also have a parade now at night, which I think is limited time. And it started at close to nine. And I mean, the people were lining up at 7.30 to get a spot. People had staged at their spots at 7.30. And with the crowds, we just could not hang. We'd been there since 7.30 in the morning. We're like, sorry, we're out. My daughter was asleep in the stroller at that point. <laughs> we're like, we need to go back. So overall, an amazing day at California Adventure Park. It was fun. Since we only had one day, we decided to do DCA as opposed to Disneyland because my friend had never been there who met us. And, um, you know, just walking away from it, I'm comparing it to Walt Disney World, of course. And in terms, it's just a different 
experience there. It is more like an amusement park in the sense that it's like a more of a local attraction. It's a so much smaller. Of course, the Disney theming is incredible. It's still Disney and everything, but it doesn't have the like vacation destination feel that Walt Disney World does. And for that reason, it's just a very different experience there. Of course, I strongly prefer Walt Disney World, of course, and I knew that I would going in, but I'm so glad I have experienced it now. I would love to see something like Cars Land at Walt Disney World. I doubt they will ever just replicate that land and put it there because it's so unique to um, Disney California Adventure Park, but um, overall an awesome time. So I think that's all I'm going to do for this trip report. The next day we... Um, kind of hung out at our hotel, swam in the pool, packed up, and we did check out the Anaheim Garden Walk. I was told it was a nice place to go to get food and do shopping and whatever. So we walked down there. It was right next to our hotel. And we were not impressed. I mean, it had some chain restaurants and some chain shops, and it was pretty small. And I was like, this is not good. Um, I think I talked about downtown Disney on the first day of the trip report. And I would say, if you're gonna go somewhere, definitely go to downtown Disney. It was, it exceeded the Garden Walk by 10 times. So um, you might, don't be led astray <laughs> by locals to tell you the Garden Walk is great. They may not be Disney people and they are avoiding Disney, but um, I would not say to waste any time there if you're in town going to Disneyland, so. And that will wrap up this trip report episode. So thank you so much for listening to the show. There is a way to support this podcast. It's on Patreon and there are two membership tiers. They start at only $2 a month. So you can be mentioned on this, as a patron on the show and get exclusive patron only content through Patreon. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash the budget mouse. And watch very soon for another giveaway going on over on the blog. And I'll also be sharing that on Instagram. So you can find me at thebudgetmouse.com and thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram as thebudgetmouse. And I have a private Facebook group that is just for listeners of this podcast and readers of the blog. And if you search for The Budget Mouse on Facebook, you will find it. So thanks one more time for listening and have a magical day.